And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 85. In this special episode, Alex and I will be playing What If? This is your host, Eric, and Alex will be subbing in for Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our silent yet deadly, Lee Bardugo. Moi sabieni, casters! We are here, and it's a very special episode. I would like to present our Grisha in the field, Alex. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> yes. So, just to let you know, Terry is okay. She's fine. Um, she's just had um, some personal issues pop up, and we just didn't want to not record anything. So, Alex and I decided, why not just play some games with you all and see how that turns out, you know? So we will be continuing to read um, next week. So I promise we'll be coming back to that. We will eventually cover those chapters. So how have you been? I've been really good. How have you been? I've been good. I'm excited that it's the weather is changing here. So like the mornings are kind of cool and it's really nice. I'm really excited for the winter and fall season to arrive. I hate summer. So fall is my favorite. I know. It's a beautiful season. So it's going to be nice and I'm just I'm ready. I was talking to someone today that was telling me it's going to be the worst winter yet. And I'm like, when do they not say that though? They always say like every winter is going to be the worst one and yet here we just don't have anything. You're lucky yeah, you get snow. It, sometimes. Last year we didn't get much. Really? But what we did get was ice. Yeah, we ended up getting that too. We like luckily which was really random. We never get anything and then like we were out for a whole week last year. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know, it's exciting for Southerners. <laughs> we <laughs> shut down when we have snow. <laughs> um so I guess we might as well just get on into this. So for those of you listeners that are not familiar with What If, um, it's just a game that we enjoy playing. We have one of them already up on YouTube, and it's pretty much just What If, and we change around either a small or just a part of the storyline of the Grishaverse and discuss what it, what would happen if that What If were true. So that is what we're going to do. And we're going to play. So I believe Alex has a what if. So take it away. What are we going to discuss? Okay. So this is kind of harsh, kind of dark. But what if in Six of Crows, Jordy lived? Wow. Okay. What if they both survived? So that is a lot. That would change around. Everything. Everything. Because I wonder if that would take away Kaz's, like, phobia of skin. Like, like I mean, would he have that? Like, I mean, so... Okay. Everything would be different. I don't even think there'd be an ice core fight. You're right. Well, so if they survived, 
we're just going to pretend like, I mean, so they both survived that plague. I wonder if, because we, do we know enough about Jordy's character to like, would he take on like Kaz's role and seek vengeance? Do we know that much about him or is that just stuff that we know more about Kaz and I'm kind of relating them as brother and brother? I feel like since they'd both be surviving, Jordy would be very like happy and just very caretaker of Kaz and Kaz would be very just, I'm going to take all the risks. I'm going to do everything. So he might take on the heist and Jordy just follow along and be like, don't, don't do that. Don't and then like have to save his ass every time you turn around. Yeah. I wonder, cause he's so, Kaz is really young when that happened. And I feel like that was one of those moments that like built Kaz to who he is. And so I almost feel like, what if he like really turned into a completely different person? Wasn't this dark, I don't want to say villain that we fall in love with because he's not a villain, but what if he just wasn't like Kaz at all? I mean, what if that was a dynamic shift in the change and like he really just turned into maybe a more of a, just his older brother was the caretaker and he just kind of was all happy and loved ribbons. <laughs> yeah. And him and Inej, their relationship would be so much different. I feel like they would still get together, but he'd be a lot more supportive and a lot more helpful towards her and her traumas. Absolutely. And they'd probably, they'd probably have an actual relationship and say it. And he would, he would just be totally different. That's a really crazy. He would one. hold hands with his girlfriend. Ugh, which is all we've been wanting this whole time. And we still haven't really gotten. <laughs> um we got bandage wrapping yeah that 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 was an intense scene it was and that is what how far we've gotten with that (laughs) so we haven't gotten any more touching yeah so do you think that he would what do you think about would he become a member of like the dregs like i mean would he still be would he be involved in gangs at all Maybe uh, he'd be more of a lower level. I'd say maybe Jasper's level, a lot lower even. Like, um, I can't think of his name, but there's a drag called Milo in Crooked Kingdom. Yeah. So maybe like a Milo level. Wow. Yeah, because we they do have to survive. We have to remember that like they are homeless still. Um, I mean, so I'm guessing that still he would, he would still have that vengeance though. Um, against um oh my gosh what's his name the person that he um stole from him why can i not remember? thank you pekka i know yes. horrible that would still have I feel happened like they'd both, yeah they'd team up to do that okay that would have been really cool then so there might be another crow maybe it'd be seven of crows <laughs> there might be a seven here we go huh i like that it would change a lot i hope his character wouldn't change that much though because i think part of kaz is that we love so much about him is his like villainous and just how he's a very strong character and he's ruthless exactly and i think a lot of that came through his experience of mourning his brother and that experience of losing the because that was all he had so i feel like that was a very big character building situation there so if that didn't happen a lot would change yeah Hmm. i like where you're going with that i'm trying to think if there would be any other changes 
I mean, we know that Annette, that would be good that they they'd get together, Inej and Kaz. Um, and I think you're right. Maybe they would probably do the heist. They would just have a seventh. So, huh? That's interesting. Or uh, Jordy could maybe even take Wyland's place. He might learn more about the militia and chemistry and all that. Oh no. We wouldn't have as much as we love Wyland, we don't know it could happen. You're right. I mean that exactly. He could he could actually take place of any of them. We don't know who he it could be anybody. Um because we don't know much about like Jordy like his craft, like what he was really good at, right? Like No, not at all. So it'd be interesting to almost like Lee, if you're out there, tell us more. Tell us more about yes, Jordy. I need a Jordy backstory. I need him growing up. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do one for all of our characters, please. I would love the Bagra one of that. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That would be incredible. Bagra's just such a cool character that's been around so long. I just think the background story of her and like her family. Like, you just imagine. I mean, we know the family, but just to hear it. Um, She's so sassy. I love her. Oh, I know. And I can't remember the name of anybody, but the actress that plays her on the show is incredible. She does such a phenomenal job. So No, I'm blanking. I usually know her actor right off the top of my head, but I'm like, ah. See, you're so good at this. We were talking last night about Cinderella, the musical, by the way, which I should have brought up in our time where we were going to talk about bantering. But anyways... (laughs) We were talking about the musical Cinderella, which I absolutely fell in love with. And it's on Amazon. If you haven't checked it out, do. I think it's great. Um, I actually have watched it a second time now. Um, I love it. But anyways, I was um, texting with Alex and I didn't know the name of anybody. (laughs) I was like, the person that played the godmother. And Alex was like, Billy Porter. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yep. And the person that the stepmother, Adina Menzel. Yes. <laughs> I'm the biggest Broadway nerd. So you give me a picture. I'd be like, oh, I know that person. Adina is. I was so surprised. I didn't know anything about the Cinderella movie until like someone at work told me. And they told me about Billy Porter because we had talked about that. So I didn't even know Adina Menzel was in it until I watched it. And she is like one of my like favorites. I mean, her in Wicked. Oh, like, my lord. So what... And Rent being, like, her big debut. See, I didn't know this about you. So what is your, like, all-time favorite Broadway musical? Because I'm... My gosh. You want to go down that rabbit hole? Please. Um, So what got me into theater was Beauty and the Beast. That was my first show I ever did. It's a movie that has a really deep meaning for me. But um, the musical that I'm absolutely in love with is Newsies. Oh my god, I know. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um I grew up watching that and Christian Bale was like I wanted to marry him and his, <laughs> when he sings Santa Fe, oh, I am um, I love that movie. That movie is iconic for me. I used to watch that on the Disney Channel when I was young. <laughs> and I haven't actually seen the musical, but I'm Disney sure Plus. I'm sure it's fantastic. Um, but the movie's fantastic too. And it like didn't get as much hype as it should have, like when it like came out. I remember seeing it like in the movies. I know. 
like I saw Fun it in the fact about the movie, it was originally supposed to be a historical drama, but while they're writing it, after they cast Christian Bale, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to make this a musical. And he's like, I guess. Who knew that he had such an amazing voice? Like, yeah. I, because he doesn't sing anything else. Is he? Okay, so I bet there's a lot of people that like loved him in Batman and have no clue that their Batman like actually has some pipes. Like, <laughs> Some yeah. really good ones. It's such an amazing movie. So, okay, so Newsies, I agree with you on that. I used to sing that um, all the time. Ugh. And then, so I love Rent is a musical that kind, I used to, I was a big part of musicals and theater growing up. So I loved all that. But the one that changed me and actually like had like, I think, your Beauty and the Beast would be Rent for me because that was the first musical that, like, I remember getting the, like, CD albums for, like, Hanukkah one like one year. I think I was, like, a freshman in high school. And I remember it was two CDs, and I went upstairs, and, like, I just, I memorized it. Like, absolutely memorized it. And when it came around finally to Nashville... And at that time, like, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, there were people that were, riot, like, not rioting. I'm sorry. That's the wrong word. Um, but protesting rent um, yeah. because of the content of it having some gay characters, drag queens. What I mean, just it was the first of its kind. And I remember, like, I went and saw it. It was here a week, and I went and saw it four times. And I knew every single word, and I pretended that, like, that was Rocky Horror. <laughs> like, I was screaming, like, during yeah. the musical, like, and singing along with them and standing up. Yeah. Which I love it. <laughs> so we're going to have to remember to bring up this to Terry, because Terry is a huge musical freak and nerd, just like me, and apparently you. And I know what her favorite one is, but I'm going to let her tell you that. And I've never seen Fabulous. it. I've never seen it. Um, and... Anyways, have you ever seen Cabaret? No, I have not. But my theater's supposed to be doing it. That is an incredible show. That was probably one of my favorite parts I ever played. I played the MC, and that is an. I saw that actually on Broadway, and when it was at um, Studio, um, yeah, it was Studio Fifty Four, I think, is where it actually was. Yeah, they. I think I, so. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Anyways, well, we okay. went down that rabbit hole. So. Yes. Back to what if. Yes. So should we try mine? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to play along, and this is very dark as well. So, um, and this might, if you're listening to this and driving, you might want to pull over. Um, I know this is going to hit some people in the heart, but remember, this is just a what if. What if Vasily survived and Nikolai died in Siege and Storm? Bubble. Vaseline, a greasy prince. Let's go. Okay, so that would be traumatic <laughs> because Nikolai is a main character all the way through the Grishaverse and a lot of people's favorite. So, okay, so if you that's the very end of Siege and Storm. So, Alina's already met him and he's already proposed multiple times as right. well as Nikolai. Yeah. So, well, 
I think Vasily would end up accident. Like, I think the Darkling would go ahead and kill him. I don't think he'd survive long at all. No, not at all. Or he'd just run off to Ketterdam or something. Yeah. So pretty much we would just be in the situation of not having a royal family, really, because... And you wouldn't have that ability to use the little Angren palace as uh, safety. The Darkling would completely... I think that would shift everything. I Because I think Nikolai's role is so dynamic throughout our storyline. Like, I mean, all the way through, up until where we even are, like, Rule of Wolves. Like, I mean, he plays such a huge part, even in, like, some of the smaller scenes. He's He carries the story, if you really think about, he helps shape Alina. He helps her, like, become who she is. Um, helps her, like... So I feel like we almost would be in territory of, like, the Darkling would almost, like, he'd take over. I don't think the Fold I feel would be. Like, yeah, the Darkling would absolutely take over. We wouldn't have that love triangle between Mal, Alina, Nikolai, and the Darkling. Yeah. Or that rectangle. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. It's a shape of people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I feel like that would, I think the Fold would still, it would pretty much swing in the favor of the Darkling. This would be where, I mean, yeah, that'd be horrifying. Because, I mean, do you think that Alina would be able, without Nikolai, to conquer and carry on the storyline and actually take over and, end up, like, I mean, end up killing the Darkling at the end of Ruin and Rising? Or do you, like... Do you I think that- it would take a lot longer. It is possible. Because she wouldn't have the, um, words are hard. <laughs> words so, are hard. Uh, it's okay. I, I can't even think what I'm going to say, but she won't have the resources that she would Re- need. Yeah, because we have to remember Nikolai, like, all the inventions he comes up with is a huge exactly. part of helping it, them advance um, everything. So, and then it would just be so sad because... Nikolai says some of the most amazing lines ever in the Grishaverse. I, I have a list of just lines from him that I love. Yeah, exactly. And that is why people are freaking out over this casting. <laughs> it's yes. because he is, he is a favorite character. I, I don't know if he's my, Zoya's obviously my favorite character, but he definitely comes in second. Oh, absolutely. He is amazing. He's He's a really well thought out character. Have you ever heard Lee tell, like, I don't know when I heard this, but she actually didn't plan on Nikolai playing a really big role when she wrote him and that he actually was supposed to die. Like in like she was going to kill him in either Siege and Storm or Ruin and Rising, but fell in love with the character. Wow. Yeah. Not kidding. I swear. I promise. Like, I remember her hearing her say that, that she didn't expect him she just didn't plan for his character to make such an impact on her. And I think that's really interesting from a writing perspective going in and like thinking this one thing about a character and then that character literally changing your mind that you keep them and how big of an impact he's had on the whole Grishaverse. It's crazy. So I think a lot of writers have done that. Um, Like she who must not be named uh, that did Harry Potter fell in love with Luna and the actress who played her. So she got a much bigger part throughout the rest of the books. 
Really? Well, see, I remember because that part was supposed to be like, wasn't it like a giveaway almost or something weird? Like mm-hmm. the actress, like it was like a throwaway bit, and then she fell in love with the actress and the character, and she's like, "All right, more Luna." There we go. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I I can see that happening. I am. Um, I'm. I could never write a novel, but <laughs> I think it's. I'm working to- on one, but it's. Are you really? Yeah. Ooh. Do you want to? What's it about? Can you give any hints? I can. Um. So it's based off of a Tumblr post that I saw years ago. Um. It's basically a soulmate AU where there's a black mark somewhere on somebody's skin where the soulmate will touch them for the first time, and it's about these two coming together and meeting each other and finding out later on that they are soulmates. That is awesome. And yeah. you and Aiden Thomas both get inspired by Tumblr. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so go in that direction because apparently I think that's what he's how he got inspired for one of the books he wrote, I believe he said on our like podcast. So that's a good route to take. Well, I think that's been fun. I would love well we we would love to hear from our listeners, what do you guys think? And if you guys like where we went with it, if you think something different, or if you even have an idea for a what if you would like to share um, for us to discuss or whatever, we can just have fun with this. So that's what this whole episode was about. So I know it's a little shorter than normal, but um, hey, we're here. So what do we have for news, by the way? I know. News. I have two small things uh there was a second Sturmhand audition trailer that was leaked oh but it was shortly taken down afterwards because the owner was asking for it to be taken down did you get to see any of it or i did i got to see the full video it was very good but there was so much hate going around towards the actor i was like i can't share this i'm not going to go against his wishes it's not fair to him so i took it off of the crow club and other places have asked for it to be taken down so that is no longer available to be seen there's a lot of hate going around that i'm really not happy with the grisha verse fandom right now i love all of you but those that are getting a little hateful about some of this stuff i mean i don't think we need to hate on actors um if we don't like their acting or whatever that's fine but we don't need to like bring someone down because of i don't know i'm sorry that that bugs me a little bit. I don't like that people. That have... happened when we got casting announcements for season one too. Everyone was hating on Archie, saying yeah. that he doesn't look right, or they hate now, so they hate him. You can't hate on the actor because you don't like the character. Exactly. I'm I'm sorry, but I agree that everyone has a soapbox and can stand on it. But there are some things that really let's think a minute before we like express that. I understand getting upset, but there are thoughts that don't need to come out of my mouth. yes exactly yeah so um i hold those back and i can think them all i want but i don't because those things can affect people that's what bothers me is i don't want like this poor actor i feel so i don't even know who it is but i mean to probably what he to have the like actual chance of auditioning for this incredible show and then for their for it to get leaked and then to hear that the fans hate it or whatever like that's 
you know that has to have gotten back to him. There's no way. Oh, that it did absolutely. It. So let's think a little bit more, peeps, on like bringing people down. You know, I think they said it right in Bambi. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, so what else? Do we have anything else? Uh, there was an article released by MoviesSR.net. It was basically just estimating season two coming out in 2023 because of the actor's schedules, CGI editing, how much it takes to film. Right. So we probably won't get it until 2023. Yeah. But Netflix usually waits a year, two years before the next season will come out anyway. Yeah. I feel like you're right, especially since, like, I mean, there is a lot of, like, there's just a lot within that show. We saw all the CGI work in, that was just in the first season, and, yeah, I can imagine, because, I mean, I'm sure they're still, do you think the script's done? Do you think they've finished? Yes, because they've started casting, the script is done. Okay. And mm. filming should start around November. Oh, my God. That's early ex- december maybe but that's gonna be incredible i just am excited to find out how this storyline is gonna go because this is where i get a little worried to be honest i wasn't worried about season one <laughs> i'm worried about this season because i don't know how our two storylines are going to mesh like yeah. how can you possibly do siege and storm at the same time if you're gonna do but we don't know this that's it's just everybody wants the Six of Crows story, and it seems like everybody's expecting it since we got the prequel to it. What do you think? Uh, I have a theory for how I think season two will be. Um, so you know how everyone's on the same boat going back to, I believe it's Ketterdam. Yeah. I think that they got on the Sturmhans ship. Okay. Huh. So I think they might skip the entire Novi Zem a bit in the beginning of Sage and Storm and just go straight into like, all right, here we go. Okay. So just kind of maybe rush in and do like Ruin and Rising really quickly maybe and then kind of would the Six of Crows story come in at all? Do you think? I don't know about that. I'm not sure how they're going to mesh the Six of Crows storyline yet. Exactly. That's where like, I want to see the ice court and I think a lot of people would love to see that. I just don't know how they would well that's why we're not writing the story (laughs) and we're gonna view it and see (laughs) so well that's exciting i'm and what's gonna be neat is we're gonna get like little bits of news here and there but they're gonna be like big pieces so Uh. oh you're gonna just get screaming texts from me once we get the casting announcement please do please i will blow your phone up i look forward to those moments (laughs) those are great (laughs) because oh I'm I'm so excited just to see where it goes and it's I'm just so proud that it got a second season. I was I was nervous there for a minute just because it was you know there was just a lot that kind of went on with it and news leaking out and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I hope we get a season 2." But and we do. I don't know how Lee is doing everything that she's doing. I'm glad like no wonder she's in seclusion right now and being silent yeah. because she just she finished that. Like I mean, cuz you know that she's she definitely helped write that story. Like, so she, we know she's writing Ninth House 2. And, and for the TV show of yeah, Ninth House. Exactly. So those are three huge projects. I, I wish I could take breaks like she does. 
I, I really want one. <laughs> so, well, Alex, thank you so much. Oh, sorry. I hit the mic. Chris is going to kill me. Um, thank you so much for joining and doing this. This was fun. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. That's awesome. So I think we've got something. So we're going to keep doing this. We enjoy playing What If. Um, and please, um, if you want to hear some more or more episodes of What If, we've been putting them on YouTube. So they're not part of our podcast. They are actually more of on our YouTube channel. So go like and subscribe and check out some of those videos. We've got we've got different videos coming out each week for a little bit. So not everything's out yet, but we'll continue making them. And um, yeah, so next week... Um, Keep our fingers crossed. Terry will be here with us, of course. And we will be covering chapters 14 and 15. So, you guys, it's been great. Thank you so much, Alex, um, for taking a step inside instead of staying out in that field. Yeah, I got to go back to my field now. Let me go get my net. <laughs> go sit in your field. Oh, goodness. Well, it's been great. And we love you guys. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all at GrishaCast. Thank you for our staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Amber.